Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the Red Letter Podcast. Today's topic is, can you be good without God? So I think that's a perfect way to start off with that question is, can we be good without God? I would have to say yes. Oh, I don't Wait, know why what? you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to say, big, big, Elaborate. Elaborate. Okay. So I believe talk. that there are people out there that don't know and haven't been introduced to this God that we right. love and this God that we have, present company included. When I was younger, I had I did not know <laughs> about God. And I think I was fairly a good person, but not me. I was okay. But there's other people. <laughs> Because I cussed a lot and I still mess up. And even though I thought I was a good person, I wasn't out there killing and stealing and doing all that other stuff, but I was still sinful. But I know people who don't know God, who don't, you know, you tell them about God, they're like, no, 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 I don't know any of that. But they're good, genuine good people. Genuinely, mm-hmm. they're good people. They try to do good for others. They just don't know. They were never, you know, brought up in the church, brought up with knowing who God was, but they still try to be good. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, so that's why I say that I believe that people can be good without God, because I believe that it's God already in them. They just haven't right. come to the realization that it's God in them. Mm-hmm. And if they could accept that, then they would have, I think their life would get a lot, so much better. But that's, that's where I come with mm-hmm. that. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what, what, you, what you got. Yeah. <laughs> that, honestly, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think you, you can be good without God, but I... I think there's a difference between being good and godly. Oh, so, yeah. So mm-hmm. you, I think somebody could be good because you could obey even some of the, the things you might have heard in Sunday school, even though maybe mm-hmm. you're older in life and you don't necessarily believe in God or participate in church or any of that kind of stuff. You could already have some qualities or... Uh, uh, characteristics that you've learned as a little kid that, hey, these are certain things or certain some characteristics you should take on because it makes you a better person. So I think, yeah, you can be good, but I think that uh, it comes a point where you're going to hit hit a wall if you're trying to uh, be godly. Because oh, I yeah. think yeah. to be godly, you have to have God in you. It's You can't be godly without God. Without, and here, without here, the knowledge of him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And actually, I heard I heard this a little bit earlier today, and I'm, and I'm just going to kind of interject this question real quick. Um, there was a podcast of, of these two uh, guys interviewing a, this other person, and they said, do you think that everyone has to have some, some type of belief in a higher power or any of that kind of stuff in order to really live a good life. Mm. And I was kind of anxious to see what this other person was going to say. So this other person says, well, I I tell you straight out, no apologies. Everyone has a God. Mm -hmm. Everyone believes in a God and has a God. The question is, what God is it? What God is it? Yeah. So it could be the God that we talk about and look at in the Bible, right? which is the most people understand that that's kind of the God that most people mm-hmm. are kind of at least uh, suggesting. Right. But there's so many other things because you could be a God into yourself mm-hmm. where you matter above everyone else and you're sitting on the throne of your life and nobody's going to take you off that throne. 
not even mm-hmm. God himself. And that's a scary place to be. Oh, yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of interject that because we all do have a God in our life. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be, that's going to help fil- help you filter whether you choose to live a good life whether you choose to uh, cross over and actually try to live a godly life that pleases God, because you can live a good life, I believe, and, and be good to people. And people have, you know, so many good things to say at your funeral when you, when you pass. Mm. But how different would it be if you didn't know the creator of who created you? Yeah. Then it actually kind of stops there. Mm-hmm. But that goodness and that those good things that you've done are good, but they stop at your funeral because it, it's not going to carry you into eternity. That's not going to open the right. door of heaven for right. you right? because it says that our goodness is as filthy rags mm-hmm. in the sight of God. So, mm-hmm. so many times we think we know what's good, but it has to be filtered by what God says is good right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because our own mentality and what we assume to be good maybe isn't always good. So that's some things that I just wanted to kind of put on the table for talk. When you say, Tony, um, and I, I want this for the listener, when you say you, you could be, who is your God? You said, because I believe that a lot of us, and, and I'm, I, I say this for the people, Christians, we say, oh, my God, my God. But then you see how they talk about their spouse or their child or mm-hmm. their job. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you're like, wait a minute. What? Because it's like they, they live, I live for my child. And, and he's a 30-year-old or a 20-year-old, whatever. Or, you know, even a five-year-old. But it's like, is that, is, so who's your God? Who's really your God? Or my job, my job, I have to, the, everything, you know, you get up early, you do your job, you, it's everything. And then you say, you use the excuse of, well, that's what pays the bills, then where's your God? Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, so that, that's what I wanted you like to expand on that because someone listening could say, but my God is God, the God, the almighty who the one in the Bible, but they don't realize that they're making a God out of either their job or their significant other or their car. It, it, can you expand on that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was kind of, I think it was just this morning, me and my wife got up early to read together and, um, one of the things it was talking about in the Bible says, if you say that you're in the light, meaning that you're you're under God's uh, grace and you're in right relationship with Him, and you say that you have an issue with your brother, then you're fooling yourself that you're even in the light. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where it kind of separates it because it even says that you're fooling yourself mm-hmm. if you think you're walking in the right way that God's asked us to walk, right. but you have side issues that you know you need to deal with, mm-hmm. but you're still claimed to be in right relationship with God because you cannot be in right relationship with God and have an issue with your brother. And that's the, that's the hard part. That's where it crosses over from trying to be good to, okay, now I'm crossing over to be godly. Ah, okay. So I don't know if that helps Mm -hmm. a little bit. Well, it kind of sounds like you're saying like there's um, good by God's standard and then good by like maybe our standard of what we think good is. How does someone distinguish between the two? Well, I guess good would probably be common knowledge. I would Mm -hmm. probably use that, that what most people consider good is kind of like the world standard of what good is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that could, that some of that is, probably is good. 
But compared to what God calls good, Mm -hmm. that's the filter that we really have to look through. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that helps. I'll I'll go a little bit further, Tony, with that. This is how your quick to answer your question would be this. It's that good person, that Christian that sees somebody on the side of the road or a family member that's Mm -hmm. hurting and needs something. And you have it within you to be godly and help that person. Or you can be good and say, well, God bless you. And you keep going. The godly in you, the person that the good that what God requires of us is that we would actually lend a hand. We would actually help out that individual that is hurting because we have it within us to help them and not simply say, well, God bless you and keep moving. Does that make sense? Hmm. So that's that's how I, I weigh that. Because uh, I, I think me personally, I'm thinking about when I'm at work. Because I come, I'm not in retail. I don't know what I would be considered. I'm just like, kind of retail. Kind of retail because I, I work with people like an mm-hmm. encounter. And I can tell you, I can tell when I'm not in, I guess, not right standing with God, but I know when I'm walking in like good based off God's like, how do I say this? The law? From when, I, when I'm working at the shop, I feel like I know when I'm walking with God mm-hmm. while I'm working and when I'm not. Oh. Because <laughs> when I have customers come in and I'm like, I'm filled with the word. I know who I am, who he is. I'm full of his love. It's so, I, my patience level is at a high. Like mm. I, you could do so much and I'm like, you can't phase me. Like yeah. I'm going to show you kindness, whether or not you deserve it, you know? <laughs> but when I'm not in my own, by how I am, like if I'm not filling myself with the word, I have no tolerance. I'm only good when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good when it's inconvenient. And so I feel like you can be good without God, but there's like a point where you can't. You can't yeah. do it. Because yeah. there's a limit. So there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm a good person. I do good things. But it's like, yeah, but is that only when it suits you? To you? Oh. Or when the person's good? Or if it's like an old person crossing the street and you have time, you have nothing to do. You're like, oh, I'm going to help her. But then what about when you're busy? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you see a woman struggling with her groceries and you have no time, but you're like, you know, I, I really feel like I should help her. Right. And you take that time to do it. I feel like that's when you're walking in like God's goodness and not just like what I carry because we're all created in God's image. Right. So we do have, a, like, I guess, like already a goodness built into us. But the like the abundance of goodness only comes out, I believe, when you're walking with God. Mm-hmm. You guys feel me? That's a, that, yeah. 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 That's well, so good. Yeah. Not only that, you could look at it too, is that when somebody's just trying to be good within within their own power, like you were saying, and yeah, it's going to have limits. Many times that person won't say that, but they be, almost become self-righteous because I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. did that, which means they're actually taking the credit for that good that they did. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're good. Yeah. So that's why they're good. But then you cross over where it's supposed to be, where we actually get the righteousness of God and realize it's because of him. We have the strength and the power to go above and beyond mm-hmm. this to person do. over here that's self-righteous and that's quote unquote good. Mm-hmm. And then you you go above and beyond in that area. And then you're able to turn around and give him the credit yes. <laughs> because you know, it wasn't you. It wasn't. Right. So that's a good filter or a way to sort that out, whether you're just being good by your own power, your own merit, your own strength, or if you're actually able to go above and beyond, which common sense says, no, you can't do that, but you're going that extra mile to turn around and make impact or to turn around and show killing people with kindness, if you will, and letting the love of God touch somebody. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's good. Mm-hmm. So we, we can be good without God. Is that what we came up with? Yeah, you you could be good without God. I don't want to hear from Ida. Yeah. Look at Ida. She's like, she's, uh-uh. she's shaking she's her head yeah. like, nope. <laughs> Talk, Mama. Talk. Well, it goes back to, I believe that everybody, every single person, I mean, you can have your days where you can do good deeds, mm-hmm. but it goes back to a matter of your heart and relationship. Because I've met people that are good people. Mm-hmm. And we even have family members that are really good people. They know of a God Mm -hmm. and they believe there is a God and they believe that Jesus exists, but they know of him, but they don't know him. Yeah. And I think that it goes back to, it's hard for me to believe that someone can go through life and have joy abundant, and you talked about that goodness, mm-hmm. having that goodness, that that abundant goodness that only God can feel. And so we can go through life doing good, but there's still going to be that emptiness because there's people who are millionaires mm-hmm. and aren't happy. Yeah. There's people, and they're good people. And then there's people who you know are in poverty and are they're good, they're doing good things. But it, they're just not happy. Right. They're still like, it goes back to, I believe, the matter, your heart, where your heart is. Because what you see in the outer surface could be good, but what's going on in the inside, is it really good? We can think that we can go through life without him. But in reality, I don't believe you can. Because throughout history, people have tried to do things without God. Right. And have tried to live life without God. And to me, it's like, it's that empty void where, and I believe, I mean, for myself, and I've heard a lot of people have that question in their mind, is there more to life than this? Mm-hmm. Is this is this it? Yeah. Is this the end? Is, is when I die going to be the finish line? Mm-hmm. And no, you know, there's an eternity that we still have. Right. This is temporary. This body's temporary. Right. And so for me... As far as you could do good deeds, but that's not going to, it's not going to feel that void that God, that we have inside of us that, that's not going to, that can only be filled by God himself. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think with what you're saying, one thing that comes to mind is I think some people actually do good to try to fill that void. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because they know that there's something missing so if I could do something that's good, it will make me feel better about myself and feel that I'm significant and that I'm making some kind of difference in somebody else's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's the answer, but I'm just saying some people will do good in the name of filling that void. You know what I mean? Yeah, or even just filling your cup. If you look yeah. at it that way, yeah. get, being you know you want to receive validation. You know, mm-hmm. and and it feels good to do good things for people. You know, it feels good to serve people and yeah. to and to do things, mm-hmm. and we get our fulfillment through those things. But it's temporary. It's not. It's not forever. It's not permanent. It's, it's just almost like, you know, you get your little fix for the day, but two three hours from now is like I need more. Right. I want more. And where when you're in relationship with God and you know Him. He fills your cup. He validates us. He already validated us. He values us 
above anything else that he created. We are his treasure. And so he's already given you value in his eyes because he gave his son for you, right? So I think that when you fill yourself with him and you, and you seek to draw yourself closer to him and have that intimate personal fellowship relationship with him, Mm -hmm. then he fills your cup and it's overflowing, right? It's not something that's going to empty out unless you turn your, you know, you walk away from it. But I think it's a constant feeling that you receive as you, you know, continue walking in him. Yeah. So what you're now kind of changing, because in the beginning we're asking, okay, can you be a good person without God? Mm-hmm. But now we're asking the question, can you be good without God? And what you're saying is no. Like you're going to be void. You're going to be empty. You're not going to be satisfied without God. It's a temporary satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It's a right. temporary fix. Right. Um, I was just going to bring this up. Um, so I have a friend who was raised, uh, this was a long, long time ago, and she was raised in the church and something happened and she hated church, hated God, hated everybody, but she was a good person. And she said, I'm going to walk out what I was told to do. And this is before I, I knew anything about Christ and knew that what Jesus did and everything. But I would see it. She did have a good life. She had a good life, ended up marrying the man that she thought she was going to marry, ended up having, uh, I just saw her on Facebook not too long ago and had the kids that she said she would have. Mm-hmm. But she, but what she was, she wasn't somebody, I couldn't be that. I and Because of the life that I, where I am at in my life, I don't know that I could live a day without giving worship or giving all praise to my God. But when I see her life, she's a good person. She does really good. She's a, one of those people that gives a lot to charity. She does really good stuff, but she doesn't have a relationship with God. But she's walking out what Jesus did. So the reason that I bring that up is because there's so many Christians that believe in God and can quote the Bible, but they don't do anything good for anybody. Mm. What do we say about those people? Well, it goes back to that First John chapter 2, yeah. I believe, in knowing knowing who he is. It's a test to know, okay, do you really know that you know him? Right. Because we can know of him, but we don't know him. Yeah. And it's about your personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. It's the intimacy, right? right? Because, and people confuse that with, okay, if I go to church, I know God, right? right? But no, it's about your personal time. It's, it's what you do at home. Yeah. It's what you do every day. Cause I you would, know? cause I would have to say that for me, if you have a relationship with God, it just comes natural to be good and do what you're supposed to do for it to help others. I think it, when you have that relationship with God, it just comes naturally. But right. people, there's people who put on these facades and say, I am this person. I believe I'm, a, you know, you go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, but yet you don't do anything good. Then you're not having a relationship with God. You just know of him. You don't know him. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that can't help well, in the book of James, it says, but someone might object and say, one person has faith and another person has works. Go ahead then and prove to me that you have faith without the, your works. And I will show you my faith by my works so as yeah. proof that I believe. Yeah. So what it's saying there is a lot of times people will say that they have faith, but they don't have nothing to show for it. Right. But here James is saying, I'll show you my faith by the works that I do. So that's, you can't turn around and if, if, if you're saying you have a relationship with God, you're going through the quote unquote practice of going to church, but you don't 
let your life make impact in other people, I would honestly have to question, you know, why are you even going through the motions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're just, you're, 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 you're in a drama. <laughs> you're in a play. You're yourself. in a movie mm-hmm. that makes impact for nobody. And you're looking kind of like a fool. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, because the only thing I was I was thinking about, I don't know if it's on topic or because or off topic. How Ruth was saying, can you be good with God without God? That the type of good where like you're okay. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. whole th- time I was <laughs> rehearsing what I was plan thinking B. about. Yeah, like Plan B. So going back to what Ruth was at, was asking about, can you be good without God? Mm-hmm. I I think for my personal answer, I don't think y- you can. Once you've actually had a relationship with mm-hmm. him, yeah. it's almost like you've experienced something that you can't explain and there's, it's done nothing but good for you right. to you and to turn your back on it. It's almost like this, that's, it's always going to be in the back of your head. Like you can't go back. You could try to run, but you can't outrun God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this book I was reading like off of uh, some Christians in the 1800s. And then they got, this person says it this way about a guy or some the person that's turned their way from God. He says, But as God becomes more distant because they are departing from him, the soul becomes hardened by degrees. It is no longer peaceful, but is no longer seeks true peace. On the contrary, it wanders farther and farther from it by seeking where it is not. Like a dislocated bone, a continual source of pain, it is out of its natural position and manifests no tendency to resume its place. On the contrary, it binds itself fall fast into false relations. And I, I never thought of it, but it's like you're 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 a broken bone that sets in the wrong way rather than going to the doctor where he sets it yeah. in the right way. Mm-hmm. And I, I I remember first reading that and I was I was bawling because I was feeling like I was going through that. And I read that and it just opened my eyes and like, you can't, you know, stop trying to fight. You can't be good, basically, you know, being, you can't be okay, I guess. But I think it's, it's to an extent, people that haven't experienced God, they can be good. But then I feel like how I forgot who had mentioned there's like that piece that's missing, you know, I think my mom, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all I was going to (laughs) say. That's good, son. All righty. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. We really hope you get something out of this or got something out of this uh, session. Session. I'm doing therapy here. Um, Hope you got something out of this podcast today. (laughs) Thank you so much and can't wait to talk to you again. 